This podcast is brought to you by Two More Reps Coffee Beans. Get your two more reps with this natural pre-workout. Buy your bag at twomoreps.com.au. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today I've got a very special guest. Kerry Ashcroft has been on my podcast a couple of times before and we thought we'd get together today and just have a general discussion, chit-chat really, uh, informally about her current prep. She's halfway through her current prep but also just general bodybuilding discussion, um, contest prep, coaching, uh, lifestyle. We, we, we kind of cover a few things and um, it's a really good insight and, and great um, content and value for anyone that sort of wants to get a bit more insight into just a diet, um, food, nutrition, training, um, you know, all those sorts of things. So this is a great chat and um, a really informal one. So I hope everyone enjoys it. But without further ado, let's get on with it. All right. Well, we're going to run another podcast, and this one is completely unscripted. No, uh, no notes, no questions, no interviews, and I am joined by the one and only Kerry Ashcroft today. How are you going, Kerry? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for the invite. Or maybe I should say. I was about to say. You, I think you invited yourself, didn't you? <laughs> let's do a podcast, Paul. Yeah, 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 let's do a podcast. Oh, okay. All right, we can do that. <laughs> uh, but no, but you made perfect sense. Like, it's probably a good idea to catch up and, and have a chat. Um, a lot's happened since, like you've been on twice before now, hey? Yes, I have, yes. Yeah, so a lot's happened in, well, since the last time for starters, but second to that, um, you know, you've decided to come out of retirement. I have. Yeah, and, uh, and prep, and you're partway through that prep. You want to uh, give us a little bit of a rundown on that first and foremost, because you're doing a completely different division, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah, um, so that must be a little bit scary. It is, it is, very scary, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's probably the reason why I'm doing it. Sure. Because, um, yeah, so last time I did compete would have been the NBA national show yes. in 2019. 19. So going to be, yes, yeah. so we're talking almost four years by the time I get back on stage again. Wow, that's a big gap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so after I last competed, we had COVID. Oh, yeah. And then at that point, I was like, nah, I don't think I will ever get back on stage again I just yep. I was happy where I'd left off and all things like that and I just thought I probably got to where I wanted to get to yep and also yeah I didn't think I could potentially ever diet to that extent again yeah it's and it just yeah and it just didn't think I didn't think would ever go I can go again sure yeah so um it would have been last year when my client Simone was competing in Townsville mm. and we was just off stage she was um practicing her posing and there was this girl who walked on stage in the fitness division. Mm. So if anyone knows, I've competed before, it was in figure. Yes. And her name is actually Caitlin Sellers. Like, I don't I've never met Caitlin before, but she walked on stage with the most amazing physique. And I was like, oh my God, who is that? I want to look like her. Okay. Yeah, and that was it. There was just really? something which clicked in me and I went, wow. that was an amazing physique. And to be honest, her physique was potentially like what figure was when I was last on stage. Oh, okay. Because even now, I think the figure girls are getting bigger. Absolutely. More muscular. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, I would say that probably a lot of the fitness girls now are what 
figure was like four years ago. The fitness girls could almost step up to figure yes, some definitely, of them. Yeah, yeah. Some amazing, of them yeah, yeah, amazing. But even like stage presence, everything, mm. it's a whole new level. It is. And that's what I'm finding now, like with the posing, it's completely different. Yes. But it's also now I'm excited because it's almost like I'm a beginner. Yeah. And that's what I've got to do again. Just actually go back yeah. to the beginning. Yeah. Learn new posing. Yeah, posing. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. it. That's cool. That's exciting. And I suppose that gives you a new challenge too, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I suppose you can, to a degree, get a little bit bored of doing the same thing over and over again, particularly that's, when you've ticked yeah. most of the boxes that you probably want to achieve in, yeah, in your definitely. career as a figure athlete. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what it is. I think because I also teach figure posing as well. Sure. Like there's no element of learning a new skill, which obviously you can refine what you already mm. do and like come back with better physique in terms of training and possibly leaner in terms of nutrition. Yes. Um, but yeah, for the actual prep side of it itself, I need something a little bit more mm. to keep me kind of excited the whole way through. Absolutely. And you probably don't have to go to that extreme lean level either, do you? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> we will see. I just love it. I still uh, love it. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll that's, see where the body wants to go. Yeah, well, that's exactly yeah. right, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, you, you're, what are we now? Tw 12 weeks out? Is that right? Yeah, well, it'll be 11 on uh, Saturday. 11, yeah. okay. Yeah, 11, 11 weeks out till Townsville being your first show yeah. of uh, a couple, I'm assuming. Um, so how, how have you found it this time around compared to previous ones? Do you find it easier in terms of the knowledge you've got yeah. and the experience you've got? Or is it still, you know, it still has its challenges? To be honest, up to now, like I'm finding it easy. Okay. And I don't know if it might send her like, is she not pushing hers enough? But yeah, I think yeah, I don't know if it's more knowledge. My body's actually in a better place. Sure. So even in my off season, like seeing my doctor regularly, got mm. all my hormones checked. Yep. Everything seems like it's in a good place. Um, everything, even my sleep. I was living off like four hours sleep previously. <laughs> but I've been doing that for years, so it yeah, just, well. I just thought it was normal. Sure. And until now, I'm getting like six and a half to seven hours sleep. Honestly, it's insane how much better I feel. There so my go. body is just responding so much better this time. So in terms of health, um, management, like sleep management, yep. like I feel I feel great to be honest. Excellent, yeah. that's fantastic. Um, and look, you know, at the eleven week mark, you know, there's still obviously a long way to go. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to push hard. Yeah, well, yeah, as yeah. In, yeah. I'm hungry. Don't get me wrong. I'm hungry. Sure. But it's just manageable. That's what it is. Like I'm yep. hungry. Um, but you just go through the motions, to be honest. Of course you do. Yeah, and, and it, it, I guess that that part of it becomes repetitive to a degree, doesn't it? It becomes yeah. easy because you you know what's required, and you do go through the motions, and it just it just it's cut and paste, cut and paste, cut yeah. and paste. Oh, change of food, okay, cut and paste, and you just are you eating the same stuff nearly every day? Are you every single day? And thing? I have been since I started. Yeah. And like obviously, if I have a bit of a macro draw, like mm. macro change, um, I just change what I'm eating. Yeah. Less of it. it it's it easy works. to do. I then, enjoy yeah. what I have, to be honest. So I look forward to every single meal. <laughs> of course, yeah. we do. Yes, you count down the clock. What was the time to eat yet? <laughs> so yeah, in terms of that, it's simple. Yeah. And you get into a good routine, like absolutely going to the grocery store, all these little things. Like it's just same thing, same thing, yeah. same prep, and it just becomes easy. Yeah, absolutely. So back when, um, was it purely the like when you decided that you weren't going to go again after your last season? Yes. Was that? Um, do you feel that was my, that decision was made rather impromptu because you were still feeling the effects of the prep? Do you think? Potentially was yes because after prep 
yeah, um, it would have been March, wasn't it, when the gyms closed? Remember COVID? Oh, was yeah, yeah, after everything that. got shut down, yeah. So, yeah, it was after that. So, it was like a lot of things. There sure. was that, there okay. was COVID, and then we all, like, gyms closed. Yep. I was working from my, um, we ended up converting my garage into a gym then, yep. so that kind of thing. And I think just after that, I just didn't ever think mentally, because mm. I, I wasn't in a great place, and that I would ever be strong enough, to be honest, to go into sure. the cup again. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then after that, I got into, as you know, like I started doing CrossFit. Oh, yeah. Like, I've always done bodybuilding in between this, but got into CrossFit and then, like, ultra running as well. That's right, I remember that. You're doing crazy long runs. Yes, yeah. I remember. <laughs> so, it's funny now because, like, people say, oh, is, it, is prep hard? I'm like, well, I don't know what is hard anymore, to be honest. Yeah, In comparison true. to, no, it's not a 100K ultra marathon. Yeah. Um, it's not a 10-minute CrossFit workout yeah. where you're going, like, balls to the floor where it's just so hard that do you know what I mean it's, yeah. I don't know what the comparison of hard is anymore because no, they're hard this is hard well that's it I suppose it's the individual's perspective isn't yeah. it like I guess from an outsider looking in prep can be hard of course and and you'd, you'd be naive to think that it isn't no. coming in you know and if you've done your research or spoken to, spoken to the right people then it shouldn't be that uh, you shouldn't have that sort of um, way of thinking but yeah, you're right. Everyone's definition of hard is completely different, isn't it? And, and you know, as as we've said, you know, with the experience you've gained over several seasons now, that goalpost has shifted, yeah. hasn't it? So what was hard in season one is now probably quite easy now compared to what will be hard maybe in six weeks' time yes. or something when you get to yes. the very tail end of it and, yeah. you know, you're grinding out those last couple of kilos or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's, it's individual perspective. But it's good to, I guess, see that, um, you know, you, you, you're coming back for another another tilt. It's got to be exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah. It's funny though, like when I was running like the ultra marathons, I used to go, oh, this is easy. At least it's not a bodybuilding prep. <laughs> at least is that not, right? Yeah, at least it's not a 30 week bodybuilding prep. Yeah. I can pull like a trail belt in my pocket and just do uh. that. Like there was food, like unlimited food. So it wasn't <laughs> that aspect of it. Like you can always eat. Yeah, Same you can with always CrossFit, eat. So I was eating for performance. Like I ate a lot of food over this time. Of course. And like gained so much knowledge as well. Yeah, yeah. Even like hunger cues and sometimes like eating too much as well like you mm. keep constantly keep eating yeah you actually get fed up with food do you know what yeah, I mean so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a complete opposite of what prep is yeah absolutely so I think going into this I have like a better relationship with food as well and that's such a good place to be yeah you know um, the, the stronger the relationship with food in terms of just you know the emotional disconnect that you have to have um, the better off particularly the reverse yeah. you know when you get out the other side and or the shackles are off and you're obviously entitled to whatever you want um, you know you, you don't want to just completely lose control we've all been there um, but it can go pear-shaped very very quickly yeah. at the same time so setting yourself up before a prep with you know the, the, the mental and physical aspects and then just leading into it yeah. puts you in such a strong position hey yeah yeah yeah, because even like, it's just like learning and like understanding your own body as well. Yes, absolutely. Because even for me, um, like knowing what is true hunger, mm. I've got all like those kind of signals now. What is real hunger? Um, am I tired? Yes. Because even no, knowing for like doing the ultra marathons when you're out for like 24 hours, mm. food does not fix that. Yeah. You're tired, you're fatigued, food yep. does not fix no, that. No, it so doesn't. No, that's right. So you kind of like switch, switch completely from just going, I'm just going to keep eating. Yeah. going to make me feel better. No, it's not. Yep. So you kind of know... Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, absolutely. So it gives you a, a yeah, better perspective and also, um, yeah, knowing, yeah, to understand your body. Yeah, that, and that's true. Like, to have success in this particular sport, you know, and look, there's there's exceptions to the rule. You know, some some people may 
come in after having trained for 10 years and go, you know what, I'm going to do a bodybuilding prep and they have great success because yes. they've been training for such a long period of time. But I guess the majority of first timers don't generally see um, a huge amount of success because they don't have that experience yeah. behind them. Um, but then if they get a taste for it, they come back, they, you know, they draw from that and after one or two more seasons, they might, you know, jag a win or beyond that, who knows. Um, but yeah, the, the experience plays such a role, particularly from a mental standpoint. I think that's probably the, the most telling factor, isn't it? Just yeah. And so have you had any, um, uh, for, speaking of uh, the mental factor, have you had any, um, you know, you know how self-doubt can creep in? Yes. <laughs> that, that's, uh, would that be primarily around the fact that you're changing divisions or is it just purely too old for this or um, you know I'm not gonna be ready in time or that girl looks amazing you know or, 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 or is it all about oh, none of that really like obviously four years older wrinkles are a bit deeper seems a bit staggier um, oh, sorry <laughs> I choked on my coffee then <laughs> but yeah those little things that all females go through yeah. obviously physique wise no mm. and I'm pretty surprised to be honest like how much muscle I've retained over mm. of what I've been doing sure but just understanding that I was still bodybuilding training, even though I was running, even though yeah. I was doing CrossFit. Yep. Like, something's ingrained in a bodybuilder. It is. Where, it is. Okay, I've not hit my shoulders this week. I've done so many sets per week on my shoulders or yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Like, yeah. So you always, I was always going back and making sure mm. I was just, yeah, hitting certain workouts per week, no matter what I was doing. Yep. Um, what was the question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was the question again? I've lost it. Wow. It's a self-doubt stuff, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but in terms of anything else now. No. It's funny because the more working backstage doing trophies and things, like I do NBA trophies mm. um, twice a year, and the perspective of seeing amazing physiques on stage, and it doesn't matter where you place, to be honest, you can see a different side of it. Yeah. People get on stage, they don't place, but yet they look amazing, they've done a prep, and seeing that side of it that you realize it doesn't matter. Mm. It does not matter if you get a first place, you just get a medal for uh, participating. Participating, yeah. And yeah. it's just that understanding of like, okay, it's You've done so good. And I, I think having that perspective now and going back on stage and then even if I'm not right for categories, even if I mm, don't place, mm. does it matter? No, it doesn't. That's a really good point. Um, and I, I do actually drill that into my, well, not drill, but excuse me, I talk a lot about that with my athletes as they as they get closer to the show. And that the fact is, if they make it to stage, that's the win. Yeah. You know, that's the win because you've, you've done all the hard work, you look amazing, and then it's completely out of your hands in terms yes. of the result, isn't yeah. it? You know, it's up to, it's such a subjective sport. It's up to the judges to interpret the criteria and then basically assess you from what they see. Um, And everyone's going to have their own um, opinions on that as well. So, you know, the win is the, is getting it to stage. Anything beyond that's a bonus. So as much as we all want to win and it's a competition at the end of the day. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like everyone likes to win. I like to win. Of course. I've I've loved winning in the past and, um, but it really does not matter in terms of, um, yeah would you enjoy it or not no exactly and if you get beaten by someone who's better than you yeah. well that's that's great there's nothing you can do about that yeah. you know if they're better if they're legitimately better great fantastic give them a pat on the back shake their hand congratulate them you know they deserve it that's yeah. that's perfectly fine you know you can't obviously you know throw your toys out of the cot and have a salt because if you're better if, they're better, if they've got a better physique they've got a better physique there's there's not much more you could have done. No. So as long as you, um, you know, I've always say, as long as you have left every stone unturned and you don't look back on your, your prep with regrets, you know, having maybe, you know, gone over your macros or cheated here or, you know, not trained as hard as you should have or things like that, um, you should be proud of the accomplishment that you've done. Yeah, and definitely. Made. Yeah, fantastic. 
What else are we going to talk about? <laughs> There's so someone... You, so, well, yeah, Paul, so you returned to stage last mm. year. So how long did you have off? Ah, uh, yes. Um, so uh, what are we... Uh, so 22, yeah. So season B, 22, I competed. Um, so I was out for three years. For three years. Yeah, so 2019 yeah. was when I competed last. So I think I did season A, you did season B. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um, the pattern here, isn't there? There is, I know, I know. Um, what do you do next? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, so I had every intention of coming back. It was just a matter of timing, I yeah. think, um, for me. Um, because my business had gotten so busy, I wanted to make sure that things were lined up enough because yeah. I know how fatigued I get. And obviously, you're going to simulate um, in relation to you know a prep, particularly the back end. And I didn't want to be dragging my feet or... or my poor energy um, impacting my business or yes. my work with my clients. So, yeah, so I, I approached um, Brandon Kempter in 21, uh, early 21 for that matter, um, and asked to obviously do an off season first and with the intention of doing season B, uh, season, yeah, season B 22. Yeah. So um, we spent 12 months in a surplus. I got big and heavy and ate a lot of food. Like I was getting to a point actually where um, it was becoming a chore to yes. eat food. It was. I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really challenging. And, and it sounds stupid because when you get to prep, you're so hungry, all yep. you want to do is eat everything in sight. But it was a real challenge. Did uh, you find at any point that impacted your performance? No, I, I reckon I was the strongest I've ever been. Yep. I, was, I was a machine in the gym and, and I mean that without uh, it sounding egotistical, I was, I had so much energy. Yeah. It was ridiculous, yeah. So that was really good. But you had to kind of get strategic with the food too. You couldn't yeah. just eat your typical foods. Like I had to start drinking uh, calories yes. to ensure that I got them in. Because yeah. I just, I wasn't hungry. Yeah. Uh, you know, you were, and, and it, again, it sounds dumb, but this is the life of a bodybuilder, particularly in off season. That's obviously where the growth comes from is yeah. the off season. Um, so yeah, so we had a, a very successful off season. We commenced prep in February of 22. It was 29 weeks in total, and uh, and a six week season, um, and it was really good. Like I, I I went to him. Obviously, I'd been under Leon for several years, um, who, who still coaches you, but I just wanted to learn a different approach. Yeah. And he's obviously really well respected in the industry. A very analytical thinker. I shook my head sometimes when he'd send me his check in responses. Because of just the, the wording and the, and the, the way he speaks. Super smart, isn't oh, it's incredible. <laughs> I'd have to stop, pause, replay, and listen to it again just so I could understand what he was saying. Um, it, was, it was really good, though. I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, it, it, it made me a better coach as well yeah, as an athlete. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, um, we prepped through, did Townsville, did uh, the, they had the Australian titles in Brisbane, so I did that. Um, I did the NBA Pro Show, so I got to make my pro debut, yep. and then I went over to New Zealand and did the WNBF over there for the first time. So that was really cool. Yep. So it was good. Ticked all the boxes. I, my goal for the season was to compete as a pro and to travel. Um, and the bonus I got out of that was I won an overall in uh, Townsville as yes, well. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. so, that, so yeah. that ticked every box. Um, so I was really, really happy and proud and stoked at, at the results. And yeah, um, I guess the rest is history. And yeah, I've decided to hang up the boots, as, as they say. Everyone continually says I'm I'm going to come back and. Oh, so you have retired then? Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah, see, you so too. Everyone says that. Everyone, no, I, you're not. no, I you're not. The no, same you're not. Thing. I said the same no, thing. no, no, you're not. No, you're not. And look, maybe in twelve months' time, I might yeah. change my mind. But at the moment, no, I'm, I'm pretty content and settled and happy with how things are. So. Because prep's raw still. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's probably what it is. <laughs> like it's, 
it was only what are we now june so yeah it was like eight nine months ago so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't that long ago no. so yeah uh, and it did it, like by the time i got to new zealand i was cooked yeah. i was so done um yeah so you got sick as well towards the end didn't you yeah i did actually yeah i caught i caught the flu i think towards yeah. the end um but uh but that I, I think it kicked in like literally after i'd finished yeah. which was good but you know as you know when you're so lean you are very susceptible to colds and flus yeah, and illnesses because you just got no body fat your immune system is suppressed you're not eating enough calories your energy sucks your sleep's starting to suffer so yeah you, the chances of you get sick pretty high so you've really got to look after yourself so yeah uh, flying in new zealand when it was cold didn't probably help at Definitely. all <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a good experience nonetheless yeah yeah so that was that was that yeah yeah um, so do you have many clients competing in season B? Uh, I do actually. Um, I can't see my borders up there, but um, I think I've got, uh, from memory, around maybe 12 or 14. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah wow. I think. Um, I've got a couple for the Transformation Show in Brisbane and the rest are all competing um, in various shows throughout the season. Yeah. Yeah, so... But uh, yeah, the, the word is season B is going to be a big issue. Oh, it's, I've, every report I've heard, all the coaches I've spoken to all have massive teams and it's yeah. going to be a pretty big season. Yeah. Um, and do you think it is because Tropics is going to be the last show? Yeah, I think that's a, definitely a factor. I think people are making the effort to compete in that show for the final time. Um, but I also think it's just an overflow effect. I think season A has taken a bit of a hit because it may have been two or three years ago they, they brought it forward a month. And which means Christmas prep. Which means it? people have to prep through Christmas, yeah. which not everyone wants to do. Before that, you could get away with starting yeah. in the first week of January. Um, so that I think that's played a big impact on people deciding season A. So season A has gotten really quiet, so people have gone over to season B. But I did hear, and I hope I'm okay to say this, but um, I believe ICN in particular are pushing their season out a month again um, for that particular reason. Yeah. No, it's understandable, though, isn't yeah. it? Because even... What is, what is stage kind of like criteria now in terms of conditioning? Mm. It's, all, it's, it's harder than it ever has been. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So you need longer. You do you need, need longer. You need longer in prep. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's always going to be, mm. yeah. 100%. It, I mean, even if it's move out, it could still potentially be going into like well, you December. Might, yeah, you yeah. might still need, like if you're a, a, you know, an 80 kilo bodybuilder, yes. you, you're probably carrying 15 to 20 yeah. kilos anyway. So you're going to need... 30 plus weeks which yeah. will put you into December yeah. yeah so that's exactly right I guess it depends on the division and, and where you sit in your off season but um, yeah it's um, it's definitely a, a further advanced sport now in terms of just knowledge like even like I've been doing this now close to 10 years and the advancements in terms of the knowledge and the coaching and, and the athletes on stage is yeah. just unbelievable um, you know you, you think you're bringing in someone who's going to be highly competitive and then just these other Unbelievable athletes roll in, and it's like, oh, far out. Where, where'd they come from? Yeah, you know, it's insane, isn't yeah, it? you just yeah. don't see it coming. So, you've really got to bring your A game every time um, you prep a client to ensure that you're in the mix at least. Um, you know, if you're off by five percent, well, <laughs> yeah, chances are you're going to miss out, but you learn from that too. You know, yeah, um, I don't know where the ceiling lies in terms of overall conditioning and and you know, the evolution of this sport. Like, we were even talking, we were talking to it, might have been Monty. Um, about even just the evolution of the bikini athlete. Yeah. You know, you go back five, ten years, and it was basically, you know, a girl who, who's come from the beach with a decent body, right? Yeah. Decent physique. Now, 
it's completely different. They clearly look like they're training. They've got great glute uh, hamstring tie-ins. There's a shadow of a six-pack. They've yeah. got calf shoulders coming in. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, the, I, I, where it is in 10 years' time, I've got no idea. <laughs> I just hope female bodybuilding <coughs> within natural sports will become more popular. Yes, absolutely. Because there is a lot of like, ladies now who could, yeah, really fit well into what is a criteria for Yeah, that. yeah, that's right. And, and they're embracing that too, the, the, the federations with like, the introduction of wellness and things like that. So yeah. you've got the opportunity, if you, your physique is due to genetics, it's a certain type, you can yeah. generally pigeonhole yourself into one of those divisions and, and do reasonably well which is important you know you can't you don't want to clearly be a sports model but try and be a bikini model you know what i mean yeah. there, there is a big difference so that's, i just that's wish wellness was kind of further up in terms of like the muscularity oh don't get me started on yes. that but you know what i mean like if it was in between fitness and figure yeah i know do you mean, imagine oh it would be amazing, like so we can yeah train upper body still, still yeah. see some upper body muscularity, but yeah. obviously it's still going to be the balance from down like from lower body. Yes. But yeah. I know. I know. It's, um, if anyone's listening. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's listening, I oh, know. It's um, I think be, although IFBB seem to have it down pat, but yes. um, with the natural feds, yeah, I think it's still very new. Yeah. So they're still finding their criteria in terms of you know because like even at the nationals they had I think they had six girls in the open class and they were all so different yeah they were ridiculously different yeah. so they had to figure out okay which one's the best so yeah, yeah it does make it hard but um, over time I think it'll settle down and they'll, yeah. they'll have a clearer picture of what they're looking for because yeah. even where you have some like swimsuit like swimsuit and then you have swimsuit is it called fit body in some of the okay, oh yeah, like yeah figure figure yeah classic classic body, yeah yeah where yeah. it is a more muscularity but obviously the femininity of the swimsuit as well that's right but they could yeah possibly make mm. a new category with wellness yeah 100 percent. yeah absolutely like there's there's still opportunity there that's for sure for further you know evolution of different divisions or growth um um you know because the as we've seen the popularity is not dying off by any means no. um so yeah, it's de it's definitely uh, it's definitely growing. So I think um, yeah, those sort of divisions will continue to be filled for sure. Uh, absolutely. What's next? <laughs> what else do we we chat about? Open mic. This is open mic. Um, like, do you have any tips that you could give to like, first time competitors or even anyone who mm. is probably not hitting the mark in terms of like weight loss each week? Like, like for me, there is like things that I've learned. Mm that people probably don't think are necessary. Yeah. But when it comes to like the nitty gritty of prep, obviously you realize that everything matters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when it comes to prep, you're right. Everything does matter. Um, accuracy is incredibly important. Yeah. Um, you can't just sort of wing it or hope for the best or, you know, oh, yeah, that five grams won't matter. Like you can't have that attitude. No. You've got to hit your numbers bang on every single day because it is a numbers game at the end of the day so yeah that's that's really important um i think nutritional literacy is obviously very important too like understanding food um a lot of the time people can get caught out with um you know like hidden calories in you know protein bars for example yeah. or the alcohol sugars and things like that they think they're having a, a snack and, and this applies to general population as well but you know what says is five grams of carbohydrates it's actually probably more like 20 grams yeah. you know and you completely get uh, caught off guard with things like that so education around food is obviously very important too but i think the biggest thing i've learned over the years particularly someone entering a prep is you need to do the work in the off season yeah not only from a growth perspective but consistency with your nutrition too if you start day one of prep 
and you have had just this all over the shop off season, particularly maybe four weeks leading into the start yeah. of prep, the the results that you want or expect in the first couple of weeks are, not, are probably not going to happen. First time is tend to get away with it, but for a seasoned athlete, I've learned very very quickly that you need to have that that almost like that pre prep period leading yeah. into the prep, so that week one straight away you've got the result. Yeah. You know your body starts to comply, and you get those those quick results moving forward because um, you don't want to lose a week. No. You know you don't want to lose a week due to your, your poor attitude or poor yeah. discipline in the off season. Yeah. Um, that can really be detrimental and then all of a sudden you're chasing time when you don't have time and the last thing you want to be doing is sitting on bugger all calories at the back end of your prep doing mountains of cardio or whatever's required to, to, to try and pull that back yeah. in you know what I mean um, what about you tips yeah. wise but it's even like when you talk about off season because even though like I was doing other sports and stuff like mm. I track my food every single day since the last time of prep what was, your, what was your record on my fitness pal in terms well, actually, of actually no I did try it for two days off oh, so I was up to like 1,400 <laughs> days oh, wow. streak and then I was like oh I'll have a go of not prepping of not tracking I just can't do it honestly can't do it, I'm yeah. just like it's come routine for you. what's the point though it's like why would I want to guess yeah like if we talked about performance or whatever yeah I need to know my body's getting what it needs absolutely and it's not about dieting, it's not about anything else. It's actually, yep. my body needs fuel, it needs to repair, it needs all these kind of things that nutrition is going to help with. 100%, yeah. Because so, yeah, right. anyone who's holiday with me, mm. or done events with me, they see like I pull my cottage cheese out, and <laughs> like, even in the off season, like everything's calculated. Yeah, so. yeah, that's all right. Have you ever Googled what the record is for the most yeah, amount maybe, of... Maybe it was like a world record holder. Oh, yeah. it could be. I'm going to do it now, but yeah, um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's check it out. <laughs> Keep talking, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But yeah, it's just the kind of like habits that you create in your off season yeah it just it just carries over into like your prep then doesn't it well that that and i think that's really important you know that you've created those habits too because like you said like you touched on earlier you're eating the same thing over and over again you've just got this routine so there's no room for error yeah exactly and there's less stress too there's nothing worse than you're hungry and you're trying to figure out what to make to fit into your calories you get anxious you get frustrated you get short with people but if you've got it all planned ahead and prepped and it's yeah. the same thing, it, it just takes everything away, you know. And, and and as we know, stress is one of the biggest killers yes. for any sort of weight loss journey. So, yeah, you want to make sure that that is all in uh, order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm. But, yeah, but even, like, things in my off-season are not as strict as such. Like, I would bulk cook chicken, for instance. Do you know what I mean? And I just weigh it out as cooked. Yep. I didn't add it, like, it's just, it does not matter to me mm. at that point. Mm. But now, like, everything is cut out to the gram, raw weight, on, on separate little things cooking it. Do you know what I mean? Everything yep. is, like, yep. very, very accurate now. Yep. But in my off-season, I'm accurate, but not as, do you know what I mean? Like, there is some level of... Um, Latitude, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is fine, which, which is fine, is, which for me cool. is how I want to live <coughs> when I'm not prepping. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but absolutely. everything else is calculated, but yeah, obviously it's not to the gram as mm. it is now, but it yeah. makes a big difference now. Yes. Well, that's it. You know, if you want sustained success in a prep, you've got to be to that level. Yeah. Um, and, and look, that that should apply if you're doing a dieting phase of some description yes. too, you know. So the prep aside, if you're just someone who wants to lose some weight or improve your physique or whatever, yeah, you know, you're not going to get anywhere near the results if you're sort of an 8 out of 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's 80%. So there's a there's a 20% discrepancy there. Yeah. Um, you really want to dial it in and be a 10 out of 10 every week for whatever the period of time is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's really important. 
you know, you you, you put in a hundred percent, you get a hundred percent back. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's good for um, any competitor, like first time, especially like mm. be honest with your coach. Yes. But do you know what I mean? Like, if you have a bad day, you've eaten something you shouldn't do, or even like you're not doing everything as accurate as you should be. Yeah. Tell your coach because yep. they'll be scratching their head or they could potentially drop your calories, give you more cardio when they don't need to. Yeah, that's exactly right. And all these extra things, obviously, if you can't stick to your calories higher, it's, you're not going to have a chance of doing it when they're dropped either. So 100%. you need to start troubleshooting and yep. then, yeah, it's just that honesty, isn't it? It is, yeah. That, that trust and honesty. And, it, and it's obviously a two-way street in terms yeah. of the relationship you have with your coach. So it's, it's important to obviously establish that early. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Um, you know, I've had that in the past, and I won't name names, but um, you know, clients have been completely honest, yeah. and you, you do you scratch your head thinking, why are they not dropping? What's yeah. going on? I can't figure this out based on the, the data you've got yeah. in front of you. Um, and but you have to take them at their word, at their yeah. value. But then you find out later that this happened. So it, it, yeah, it, it can obviously disrupt your prep quite considerably. Yeah. And then they're on stage, but they're not looking as good as you would assume they would. So then it reflects back on yeah. you as in terms of your reputation as well. So yeah, it, it is very much a two-way street. Yeah, I think even if like you're unsure about something, like ask as well. Yeah. It's quite funny, like years ago, there was a, a, one of my teammates, <laughs> she like, she wasn't dropping weight mm. and she started to tell him like how much she was eating, like what she was eating per day. So she was like, you're on the same protein as me. You're having 300 grams of chicken at dinner. It's like, how does that work out? And I was like, show me my fitness pal, but she'd inaccurately inputted 300 grams of raw chicken as 100 grams like it would be the same value oh, as such oh right yeah so yeah, obviously okay, it's just that's... me it's just me always seeing that going yeah. oh that doesn't sound right like yeah, what yeah, are you yeah, having yeah. because like if I was having 300 grams of chicken at night time plus I'm having chaberna here whatever you're having yeah the rest that's of a day, lot of protein yeah, yeah so that's right for her she didn't realize she was doing the wrong thing okay but obviously it's just inaccuracy of people yeah putting that wrong inputs in that's it so sometimes people think they're doing the right thing and yeah. it's not their fault as such no that's it and that's i guess that goes back to that original point about nutritional literacy and knowledge yes. you know really yeah, learn how to track your food properly spend some time doing it because um you know the accuracy that you want to adhere to um is is the be all and end all when it comes yeah. to prep isn't it yeah yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of stories out there like that where people have just missed the mark or, you know, completely innocently overlooked something or, yeah. you know, forgot to enter something or, you know, that, that can happen. It's human error at the end of the day. But I guess with the knowledge and, and obviously repetition and, and just that routine and structure, um, you'll avoid making those sort of mistakes. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Absolutely. So... Um, is this going to be your only season? Like, or are you going to wait until you're out and then maybe go, you know what, I really enjoyed that, I'm going to go back, or oh, I'm like I'll never say never now, actually, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah but, yeah, uh, same thing again. Like, I, I swore I'd never do it again. Yeah. And I'm like, here I remember again. talking yeah. to you about it. I think we were yeah. back uh, in the back of Nutrition Warehouse yeah. um, before that contest prep yeah. seminar we did, and you said, no, no, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you were pretty adamant then too. Oh, yeah, I wasn't, I was really adamant, yeah. yeah. It's funny, like, just something that day I went, whoa, like, I want to do this again. That's it's cool. It's funny how just that little excitement again. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you really have to have some level of excitement yes, to do this. you do. Because obviously it gets hard, and if, yep. if something is not driving you like that, yeah. you're never going to succeed to the end, are you? 100%, yeah, that, that's a really good point, you do. You have to have a motivator, um, and, but it's got to be personal. Yeah. It can't be 
oh, you know, so that people can watch me or whatever. Like, it has to be important to you yeah. to get you across that finish line. Because you're right, it, is, it does get hard. No matter how good the prep is, how seamless it's running, there's going to be days where <laughs> you just feel like dog shit and you want to pack it in. Um, you know, we've all crossed that line and thought that, but, yeah, you don't, obviously. But um, that that the, the motivation or the reason why you're doing it will get you across the line in the end, won't it? Yeah, there's one particular day last prep, and it was Father's Day, oh, and we yeah. hired a boat on Maroochy River, and like was filling the girls, and I had to lie down on this boat because I had nothing. Yeah, I was right. like, "Boat, to lie down." <laughs> I'm just like floating around Maroochy oh, River. Oh, it's so bad, but isn't it's it? It's funny though. Then about two hours later, I snapped out of it. Yeah. Went to do a leg session. Oh, it's just, yeah. It's just funny, isn't it? Yeah. The, the, so I think you just got to go with it, haven't you? Just ride it out, and you then do. one day we'll feel shit, one day we'll feel amazing. Yeah. Just the yeah the those bouts of zero energy are yeah. really strange hey like i remember sitting on the couch and the remote was on the floor and i couldn't i couldn't be excuse my language i couldn't be fucked <laughs> getting off the couch to pick up the remote so i got my my daughter to go and get it for me Sorry. yeah 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 mia can you pick that up for me please and she, she <laughs> but I, I was just i had nothing yeah yeah like getting in and out of a chair was hard at some oh, stage. i can relate to that because i remember that day yeah i just sat there had nothing yeah it's it's incredible isn't it and, and it just goes to show makes you appreciate what food does to you too yeah it does like you realize how important good food is in terms of energy supply yeah you know because even you know often people don't realize that you need energy to sleep as well yeah. and when you get towards the back end of prep i don't know if you can relate but my sleep was terrible you know it was broken i was trying to have melatonin to try and help but yeah I'd be waking up at 3 a.m. and just looking at the ceiling going, okay, can we start the day yet? You know, like I couldn't I couldn't get solid sleeping. Yeah. Um, and it was purely for the fact that my calories were to a low point that I just didn't have any reserves to yeah. get me into sleep. Um, it's a, yeah, And it just makes you appreciate how important good nutrition is in terms of all those factors. Yeah. 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 Oh, the old stories. <laughs> See, this is why I don't want to prep again. <laughs> <laughs> it's still too fresh, Gary. It's still too that's fresh. That's what it is. And that's why I, I think that's why I felt like that. Yeah. Like in last conversations and things because it was raw and it was yeah. fresh. Yeah. And then when you get out of it, mm. and also, yeah, I don't know, something, I think then doing what I had done, like ultra running, like yep. CrossFit competitions and things, and they were all hard. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think I was just ready. I was yep. just ready to go. Because at the same time, like the ultra running, it was fun and things like that. But I started getting sick of like having the sore feet. And oh, I was yeah. getting like, my hands were sore from CrossFit and yeah. the gym again seemed super appealing. Yeah. Like just like being well, like- Maybe you just need to find your passion warm, for it again yes, by yeah. going away and coming back. Yeah, you know, I think so, yeah. yeah. Like I said, well, I was just doing my normal training anyway, mm. but that kind of exercise and different things was just not having its appeal anymore. Yeah, and okay. kind of ticked them off and like came back to what yep. I enjoy doing. And as well, like you can't be a coach mm. and coach a certain type of training mm. and have your head, how can do a muscle up, all this kind of thing, oh, double under. Yeah. Do you know that, what I mean? Like, so if your focus hard. starts going elsewhere, then yep. it's not good for business as such because you need to be in your game. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you've actually, got a niche that you've built up and yes. you, yeah, you can't be all over the so shop. Like, what does she do? Is she a runner? Is she a crossfitter? Yeah, like, yeah. good point. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you obviously learn a lot from those other oh, I've disciplines. I've learned a hell of a lot, yeah. yes. You, you know, you obviously coach a certain way, so that's what you want to be sh showcasing um, in terms of your own training, I guess. Yeah, and it's even, it's good, like, and even the knowledge and also experience, 
I look the shittest when I was doing like running and things like that. Mm. Like I never ran to lose weight. It was always for a goal to like finish of course, it. Of yeah. But I was eating a hell of a lot of food. Yeah. Like I was trying to cram in like 60 grams of carb per hour. Wow. Which again would have been some like tailwind some, which is like um like try drink. Yep. And like sort of a trail blow. Um, but yeah, I was putting all the calories in there. But I looked like shit, to be honest. <laughs> so do you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. yeah if people want to look a certain way, they've got to realize it, what actually helps you to look that way. Absolutely. Obviously it's your nutrition, but also the type of training the you do. The type of training, Less very stress important. on the body, so that's a hell of a lot of stress on the body. Yeah. Doing that kind of training yep, too. Yeah, agreed. So it's good, like you go away, you realize, you gain some more knowledge and come back and you know what works. Yep, 100%. No, that's really, really a good point. <coughs> um, have have you made your clients aware that you're prepping? I'm assuming they all do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's, it's interesting because obviously, you know, you, you won't see it, but they may see the your demeanour change yes. as your energy yeah. declines, and you know the the enthusiasm or however you coach sort of changes a little yeah. bit. So it's it's probably important that you yeah. do tell them. I, I found that as well. As much as you want to keep it to yourself because you yeah. don't want to advertise or you know put up a heightened expectation on yourself yeah. or anything like that. They need to be aware because otherwise they'll think, why, why, why is he so grumpy today? Yeah. It's funny because all my clients start, like I've got, um, I've got a photo shoot on the 21st of October. Mm. So there's 12 of my clients doing that. Oh, yeah. But then the rest of my clients are jumping in a similar kind of thing. So we all do it together. Okay. So we're all going to be feeling some kind of grind at some point anyway. Yep. So it's good and it's good for my clients now to see what weight loss is in what happens for like body transformation or 100%, because yeah. you go oh because a lot of them go oh is that, is that all it is yeah just do the same thing every single day yeah it's like, yeah that's yeah. it it's, it's not hard as in it's not complicated mm. no it's not and i think that was one of the motivating factors for me to do it as well because i had such a, a big client base at that point last year um i wanted to showcase how yes. simple it yes. was yeah um and the other thing which i didn't mention when we talked about my prep before was i had to spend three weeks in india yeah um, wow! Yeah, How did that, go? that was that was hard. Yeah, yeah it was it, like I'd committed to it, and I knew I was going to India, and I committed to the prep. And but that that was one thing that I was on the fence about before I decided to commit to the prep was the fact that because um, originally we were going over twice, um, you know, go over do one show, come back a week later, go over and do the second show. Then Jay asked us to stay the length of time, so three weeks solid in India was quite challenging, not only from a um, just a consistency point of view, but trying to get to a gym regularly, getting steps in, but yeah, nutrition was incredibly hard. I bet. Yeah. What, what did you have? Like a kitchen? Where was, you were staying? No, no, we didn't have kitchens in the yeah. room. Um, we had a restaurant on site, and they were really helpful. Yeah. So uh, Jay's parents were aware of my situation. Yeah. I say that in um, inverted commas. So they had wised up the chefs already. So. Yes. I was able to get like uh, roast chicken breast and um, vegetables and, and things like that. So I was very fortunate of where we stayed at those two yeah. points in yeah. time because we were in Bangalore for 10 days and then Delhi for 10 days and both were quite um, well equipped in terms of kitchens and facilities and stuff. But it was still incredibly challenging like because everyone else wanted to go out, you know, we'd have dinners out and stuff like that. So I'm there looking at the yeah. menu going, fuck, what do I do here? You know, because what the Indians eat, they eat curries and curries are based on you know, oils and peanuts and coconut milk and then there's, you know, all this rice and breads and it's like, oh man, this is a prepper's nightmare. But um, it did work. Like, I, I come back obviously in good condition. I didn't yeah. I didn't put on any weight. I lost weight. Um, Check-ins were good. So 
I got through it and I, I, and I used the motivation of using this as a template because yeah. a lot of whether it be clients or people will use the excuse of a holiday or a business trip or a weekend away to just justify themselves letting go and going yeah. to town on food and drink, right? And I thought, you know what, this is a great example of me going to a third world country, foreign, you know, 18 hours to the subcontinent and I can still stick to my diet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, whenever anyone says, oh, it's too hard to... to, to be diligent with my my food on the weekend then I, I compare it to India yeah. and straight away I go well I did in India for three weeks so you don't have an excuse if your goal is strong enough if you want to lose that weight if you want to look good if you want to get to the stage or whatever the goal is you make it happen yeah. you make it work um, so yeah it was ridiculously challenging I would have preferred Jay to set up a, a show in America or something <laughs> like that or England for example yes. that would have been a little bit easier but um, yeah it worked we made it happen so yeah, it was um, it was it was good, but uh, I'm glad I did it. Um, looking back on it, I can see how tough it was because I was hungry a lot of time. And then, actually, the other thing was, you know, doing the shows. The, the shows are about 14 hour days, wow. and at, uh, throughout those days, like, you can't eat. You don't have time to eat. Yeah. Um, so you're basically living on water and maybe the occasional Pepsi Max or something. Um, so yeah, on low calories anyway. And then having no food yeah. and trying to be really enthusiastic for the um, the Indian competitors was um, was definitely a challenge, yeah. but we got it done. So yeah, so pretty proud of that actually. That that was, oh, that, that, yeah, yeah, that was that was a good achievement. achievement it, it was it was tough, but we got it done. Yeah, so that was cool. So you know, it's I guess you know using that as an example, you can you can pretty much prep for anything. Like, you know, you're probably the same. I've had clients that have been flying flyer workers, yeah. um, shift workers as nurses, paramedics, um, doctors. You know. And they've still prepped. Yes. They've made it work based on their own lifestyle and schedule. So you're never going to have the perfect scenario. No. Um, you know, you're never going to have the perfect timing. But um, as long as you're committed and, and you can sort of plan in advance and, and be organised and, you know, manage your food and all those sorts of things, yeah. um, you can make it happen. Yeah, just yeah. like a lot of troubleshooting as well. It is, it? it is, yeah. So we went away in May for my birthday up to Hamilton Island. Oh, that's right. And again, it's you just got to plan ahead, haven't you? Mm. Like, luckily, there's an IGA on on the island there, so you can buy a lot of things and cook okay. yourself. So it's fine. Like, I took my scales and, <coughs> and like I lost weight when I was there as well. And yep. You can still do it. Like it was active. There was a gym there. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's just good to then yeah help clients also before they go like this is how you can troubleshoot this is what you can do it can be done yes it's just that pre-thinking ahead and not and not just going i can't do it yeah no it's like no actually you can yeah if but, you, it, if, but it's actually how though isn't it because some people don't have the knowledge right. or even that thought process they're going okay this is how i can possibly go to a restaurant and order yeah. 100 gram steak off yeah doing the weight for me all these kind of things if i have to eat out all these 100%, kind of things yeah 100 percent. that's right yeah it, it, it it's that resistance or that limited belief that you can't do it when in fact you can you've just got yeah. to change the way you think yeah yeah absolutely um it's funny you mentioned scales I, my, my scales were confiscated when i was <laughs> did, did, yeah when i was so we traveled from bangalore to delhi and i stupidly and i've done a podcast on this i stupidly put a um a storage, what do you call them? A storage bank, the um, uh, the USB uh, power banks, a, yeah. a portable charger in my check-in luggage. Yeah. And you're meant to have them as carry-on only. Right, okay. So I had it in my check-in, bag got flagged, it never made it to Delhi. So we're at the airport, I'm freaking hungry. 
and um, my bag didn't come through. So I'm looking around going, oh, fuck, this is great. And uh, yeah, the bag didn't come through. So fortunately, Jay's parents were there, Nane and Dipti were awesome. They um, spoke to the airline. Turns out the bag didn't leave Bangalore. It was still there. Yeah, okay. So that confiscated because of that fact. Took me three days to get it back. And in that bag was also my body weight scales. Yeah. And they'd taken that out and yeah. gone too. So for the last, I think, week of... Um, of our time in India, I was walking downstairs to the reception, going into the porter's room and weighing myself on a bag scale because <laughs> I had no other no other scars because it'd been confiscated. So yeah, that was a funny story. Oh dear. You're not having the best look going to India, are you? Oh, I oh, know. Last yeah, the, the one most recently, I was awfully sick before that. Yeah, my bag got confiscated for three days. I was training, literally training in um, like a collared shirt and jeans because I had no other clothes. I had nothing else on me. Oh, Did you forget your passport as well? I did. Oh, yes. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Yes, I forgot my passport. <laughs> oh, that was awful. Oh, that your heart sunk. Yeah. Like we literally were in Brisbane Airport, and I got my bags out of my car, and I turned to Monty and said, oh, "I forgot my passport." And she looked at me, and you just had it was just this death stare. And yep. And fortunately, because I like to get to the airport early, we both do. You know, yeah. that Bruce Highway sucks. Um, we had enough time to drive all the way back to Sunshine Coast, get my passport, drive all the way back to Brisbane and make it with, uh, I think we had 20 minutes to spare. Okay. Yeah. So that was uh, a good way to start a uh, 15 hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I wasn't prepping there, so could you imagine? Oh my God. It was funny, when I did that, um, my first ultra marathon, I was like literally out the car, backpack on, yep. I was gone. Yeah, right. Because I was late. For, I was late for the oh. actual start. Well, I was nearly late for the start of the time. Are you kidding? Like, it's just, I'm notorious for being late anyway. Right. So my, my, my friend Lisa, who was doing the 50K, which started after me. Yeah. She's like, why are you straightening your hair? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've got loads of time. Straightening my hair before you do ultramarathon. <laughs> like, you're doing like, the, yeah, yeah, what's important. Of course. And then we had to drive from, like, it was in Port Macquarie, then up to, um, like, in the middle of this Kern Cross Forest. Mm. We got lost as well. So I'm on the phone to the race organiser going, I'm coming, I'm coming. And literally got out the car, they stuck my backpack on me, yeah. I was gone. Yeah, wow. And I'm running like my heart rate was going. Oh, like, your heart rate would have been through the roof. Like, running down like, going, what the hell am I doing? Because oh. literally the gun went and I was like, shit, I'm going. Yeah. That's it then, you're just running into middle of the forest. Oh, and that's heck. I, oh, like, I don't have a physique for a runner as such. Do you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. a runner. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> And I think it took 30 minutes for my heart rate to come down because oh, I, was, I was nervous and I was just like... Yeah, you've missed the start. Yeah. Oh dear. There's nothing worse than that, like your heart rate. Like, it's like when you um, you sleep through your alarm or something and you look at the clock and go, oh yeah. my God! And your heart, you just get this massive kick of adrenaline yeah. and it's almost uncomfortable-like. Um, yeah. <laughs> it tells a good story though, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It, it becomes a good story, absolutely. Yeah. And this is why I keep doing things and it's more like, I like to have experiences. Mm. That's what it is like. Mm. Keep doing more things, trying different things. Agreed, yes. That's what it is. That's what life's about. Isn't it, it is, it trying is. trying new things or even the same thing, but going back again and yeah, can I improve and different things. Well, like and that. you know what, that's, and that's a really good point um, about the sport of bodybuilding is that there's no ceiling. There's always an opportunity to improve, whether it be obviously, you know, uh, symmetrically, um, uh, muscle development, um, conditioning, posing. Yeah. You know, you could always find a way to improve further. And then when you get to a point like you did, you can always change the visions yeah. as well if you decide to step up or come down. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, it's, it's limitless, yeah. you know. So it can be a sport for life if someone really wants to pursue it. Yeah. Because yeah. what would you go back and do again? Would you stay in the same divisions again? <sighs> Yeah, it's a good question. Um, 
If I did go back, uh, I'd probably dabble more in men's fitness now. I, I, I have been surpassed in terms of muscularity for men's physique. The, yeah. the boys are just getting so big. Um, I'd probably do men's physique maybe in the Masters. Um, I think I'm still competitive at that age bracket, but in opens, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm struggling to make top five these days. I mean, I, I did really well in the season just gone, but, um, you know, I won an overall as men's fitness, which I never thought I'd compete in, yeah. to be honest. So it's just, you know, the youth these days, guys, because of the, I guess, the, the, the you know, what am I trying to say? The population in general are now more health and fitness conscious. Yeah. So, you know, people, kids in high school at 16, 17, 18, they're all going to the gym already. So by 18, 19, 20, males in particular are already got this muscle mass physique that is just ridiculous. Um, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm lucky to put on half a kilo a year. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, sometimes it's just, you know, you, you've got to sort of pick and choose your lanes, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. It's funny though, like when you talk about age, I always think figure especially. Mm. Those ladies in the 40s, honestly... The dense... It's impressive, like, oh, yeah, it is impressive, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really impressive. I think, it, and that's a really good point, like you can see the difference between a, a figure athlete in their 20s compared to their 40s. Yes. And, and obviously the 40s have, you know, 20 plus years on them, but um, generally the 40-year-old women, and I, and I don't mean to sound disrespectful here, they've they've sort of, they've gotten to the back end of, you know, their mothering life or, you know, maybe they're they're only working part-time, you know, things like that. And, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, so they've got the time to spend in the gym. Yeah. You know, the, the kid's grown up, so they don't have to worry about that sort of aspect. Um, so they're, they're, you know, much like yourself, you, you're spending a lot of time training. And so, the, like you said, the density, the maturity, yeah. the quality of muscle that they carry is just, it's, if anyone wants to see what a strong woman looks like, they turn up to like a, a state or a national title yes. yeah. and watch the, the master's figures. Yeah. It's, it be- it's a beautiful division oh. to watch. And even like the 50s categories now, honestly. I know. I love it. Yeah, it's like impressive. I still, I still love figure, don't get me wrong, mm. but it's just obviously I want to try something different. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you've, you've, you've kind of ticked every box, haven't you? You know, you've won yeah. an Australian title, you won a pro card. Yeah. Um, I suppose that kind of limits you in some ways in terms of where you can and can't compete in future yeah. anyway. So, yeah. you know, testing yourself in a different category um, is a new challenge, isn't yes. it? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I suppose in a way that's why, I don't know, even though it's great to do a pro show, mm. but you're just limited of, you can prep all that time to be on stage for 10 minutes. I know. Do you know what I mean? Quickly, yeah. just like you don't have, like, you just get on stage once yeah. for that show. And that's, that's it. it. Whereas if you go amateur, you yeah. can go, you can do like eight categories in ITN, can't you, that yeah. day and stuff in like yeah. other federations too. So that's you do right. have like more bang for your buck and tips. Yeah, the yeah, experience. Yeah, the experience. Yeah. And, and it is important to have that experience. You don't want to be up on stage for five minutes because particularly as a first timer, it's such a blur. Yeah. Like it's it's done and dusted in, you know, however long they decide to judge for. But you get off stage and you're like, shit, what happened? Whereas, yeah. you know, if, if you can, you know, I always say, like I only I only try and do two or three. I don't do any more than that because it can, it can really cook you too, particularly yeah, yeah. with the aggressive posing that we do in the, in the muscularity sort of divisions. But... You want to have a really good division. Oh, sorry, a really good experience through a couple of divisions. You know, you find your feet. You get a bit more um, stage time. You, you know, you, you you just want to have that that wonderful experience. So you walk away and you go, you know what, I'm going to do that again yeah. in twelve months' time or whatever. So um, yeah, you're right. It's it is important. Um, and you're right. Yeah, you are limited when you. You know, it's really interesting. You, the the pro card thing. It seems to be the the um, the top of the tree in terms of many people's aspirations in this yeah. sport, but the thing I've seen is that 
they get their pro card and then you never see them or hear from them again. Yeah. Everyone disappears. You know, I, I, don't, I don't personally get that. Yeah. Um, you know, I was really pumped to compete as a pro um, just for that sheer fact yeah. of, yes, you've won the card, but you're technically not a professional in my opinion until you've actually competed as one. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But yeah, so many people over the years have aspired to win their pro card and then they've never competed as yeah. a professional. I don't know if it's due to lack of numbers or they're not prepared to or... I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but it's probably going to be something like that ongoing for a while, I guess. Yeah. I think that's why I probably felt like I'd done what I did because we got the opportunity of doing that pro show yeah. that night as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which was available to me. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. 100%. Maybe that's why I didn't stop in the first place. But no... I'm done now. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's it. You know, you want that, that pro show experience, I believe. You know, if you've earned the right to be a professional, hold that card. Um, and I think most federations allow you to hold the card for two years. And, and you, you, I think you've got to compete within that two-year period to maintain the pro status, or some federations yeah. do anyway. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like, I was, I was pumped to do the pro show. Like, that was top of the tree in yeah. terms of my goals for yeah. the 2022 season, for sure. But, it is, but it's good, though, to know that you're on stage with, like, athletes who have had the quality and yeah. are gonna be, you're going to be in a good lineup. And that's the thing 100%. about competing. I think people lose the fact that it is a competition. Yeah. But you want to be against people who are good because mm. you want to compete. Yeah. Like, you don't want to get up and go, here, there's a medal. Yeah. No, you actually want to fight for your place on stage, don't that's you? And exactly make your right. prep worthwhile. Yep. Yeah, um, Moni, my wife, did a, a really good Insta story the other day about that. She um, spoke about when she competed last in Brisbane, I think she got fourth. Yeah. But it was back in the day when they had three lines of girls. So there was like 28 competitors yeah. on stage. They obviously don't do that anymore. And she got fourth and she, that's probably her most, even though she, she'd won several divisions prior, that was her most proudest moment because of the fact that she yeah. had to earn that fourth yeah. against you know 27 other girls. Yeah. So yeah, you've got to fight for everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, it's a good perspective to have. Yeah. You know, be proud of what you've accomplished, whether you win, lose, or draw. You know, if you get a first call out, for example, which they often do, yeah, you know, that could be a great accomplishment on its own. Yeah. Mm. We're we're about to crack one hour, Kerry. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Too much caffeine. Yeah, 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 I know. I'm on so much. Still been up so early. Um, yeah, it's um, <laughs> but that's all right. Like it's good to have a chat. Yes. Um. So yeah, so I guess um, well, run down which shows you're doing this season. So if anyone wants to sort of go and have a bow peep, obviously you're doing Townsville. I'm doing Townsville, and then <coughs> I'm going to do the Brisbane show two weeks after the ICN as so well. So ICN Brisbane, yeah. yeah. And I did plan on doing like NBA Pro Show as well. Oh yeah, cool. Um, but I'm not. Yeah, my parents are here. Okay. They leave on the day of the Pro Show. Oh bugger. So I don't know. Okay. That's the only thing. So we. So yeah. okay. So will you do That's the NBA it. Pro Show as a figure athlete? I'm not sure yet. Ah. That's where I could potentially, yes. So that is a potential, yes. But if you compete as a fitness athlete, you'll be an yeah. amateur? Is that right? I don't, know if I, 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 I don't know if I can go in as a pro, as a fitness athlete. Yeah, no, yet. I didn't think so. No, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. So yeah. whether, if I still, yeah, I don't know. I've got to get logistics of where my parents leave. Okay. Whether I then go in amateur and NBA in Brisbane yep. to do a qualifier then for I'm not sure I must have speak to Stuart actually yeah, yeah, that yeah, would yeah. work okay. or then do I mind to give it a crack as a figure athlete I don't yeah. know well, don't know. well yeah. you still got the, the heels somewhere yeah I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go you never know you yeah. can always just roll in but one but definitely um, because all my clients were saying about to come and watch me yeah. so I said I'll do the Brisbane show okay. and plus I love Jason like he yes. puts on a great show he and does he puts put on a lot of effort show. into 
like posing and things like that and yeah. coming up to the coast for us also yeah he's, it's just good to he's go a top and, MC um, too. yes yeah, but yeah, it's good to actually go and do his shows for that reason yeah absolutely just for the sheer experience value i think um that's why i did the nationals because i knew they were at um he was obviously running them in brisbane so yeah I, you know i wanted to i didn't do the state i skipped the state and went straight to nationals yeah um but yeah i just did it for the sheer fact that he was running it and i knew how well oiled it would be yeah um, I remember I was on stage and he was giving me stick. Um, what he's oh, because I always give him, I always give him curry about his wow. You yeah, know how he does yeah. that often. So he's purposely doing that multiple times while I was on stage. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny. So yeah, no, all good. Have cool. you tried one of Jason's fascia release massages? No, I haven't. Yeah. He keeps asking me to come, but no, yeah. I haven't. No, it's I've heard ex- it's an experience. It's an experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I don't know. I, actually, he, I, I've got to get him on the podcast again to, yes. uh, to run down Well, yeah, next before season. that podcast then, get him to use his magic hands on Oh, him. really? Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. I don't know if I want to have him touch me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Oh, oh, the, with all due respect, Jason, because I know you anyway. listen to me. It's not for the faint-hearted. Oh, uh, cool. All right, well, well, let's wrap it up, Kerry. We're about to clock over one hour. So yeah. thank you very much for your time. This is a good little chat. I hope yes. there's um, people have obviously got a little bit out of it. You know, we've spoken about all sorts of things. Yes. Um, if anyone wants to follow along, what's your Instagram, Facebook? It is Coach Kerry Pro. Coach Kerry Pro on Instagram. Um and uh, people can contact you through that as well? Yes, if they, they can, need to. Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Excellent. All right, fantastic. All right, well, um, best of luck with the remainder of your prep. Thank you. I'll be watching closely. I'll obviously see you at Easy Fit from time to time yes. as well. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been a good chat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you once again. Yeah, thank you. Well, that was a great chat, and I have to thank Kerry for her time. She actually volunteered to come down to my studio which is about a 20 minute drive from where she is to uh to undertake the podcast have a chat um and give up some of her time in her very busy schedule so really uh, appreciate it and i hope that um, anyone that does listen to this gets some value out of it and obviously a female perspective too which is always important so um once again if you have enjoyed this podcast please screenshot and share it uh tag myself at paul's body engineering tag um kerry as well at coach kerry pro and of course if you're interested in any of my coaching services including my new training app please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com but other than that as i've said to every client every single day have a great day Mm